1116 SEN, The Odds Couple, with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall. Morning, everybody. Welcome to The Odds Couple. Another Saturday, uh, another jockey sitting on the other side of the desk here from me. Happy as Larry. Can't wait to get out to the valley this afternoon. The sun's shining and you, you've got a bit of a beam of light with you this morning, S. Marshall. Well, you know what? The last couple of days have been absolutely outstanding. Good morning, Australia, and welcome to The Odds Couple, where your next hour is just full of life and fun, and we give you a little bit of a guide to the weekend's racing. Brought to you by Sportsbet, of course. A Sportsbet, the mighty Sportsbet. The team are up and about at Sportsbet. Uh, We absolutely got smashed last weekend. Every favourite won, every horse that was backed off the map won, so the punters are full of life and money, and they're going to have a crack this weekend. I'll tell you... um, Mooney Valley. It's great to be back at Mooney Valley, and it's great to have a couple of days of drying weather. But how honest um, was Tony Salisbury at uh, Mooney Valley, mm. uh, the track manager? Yep. We had him on um, during the race card yesterday on Racing.com, where Sportsbet was presenting all the markets. And we were able to interview him, Nick Ashman and myself, and uh, all, I think it was Jane that went out to Mooney Valley and uh, was able to interview him. And we saw this interview from, from a man who's filling in and from Marty Sinan, who's away, uh, the head track manager there. And he, his brutally honest uh, report about that track was the best I've ever seen. And as a punter, listening to him talk about his track down the side in particular, where it's a little bit soft, where the rail's out three metres today, and then it dries out from the 250 metre mark, so that's going to suit on-pace runners and make it very difficult for horses to make ground at Mooney Valley was arguably the best report that I've seen and heard of. So for you as punters out there, that um, get around him. We need a lot more positivity in the social networks of life. Uh, that's a fantastic track report at Mooney Valley. Stakes racing right around the country, Big Sim, but the focus, the number one focus in thoroughbred racing today will be the... Horse trial in between races, two and three, at Rose Hill, where Chautauqua has his last chance to prove to the punters and gain the trust of the industry that he is back and can jump out of the barriers and can get ready, still has time to get ready for a $13 million Everest. This is the biggest news going around today on a race course, apart from brute running, a multijar running, brutal, uh, brutal running, sorry, multaja running at Mooney Valley, and also the San Domenico, which is a great race, stakes race up in Sydney. A day for the three-year-olds uh, in both Melbourne and Sydney. Uh, but just talking about Chautauqua, we're going to have Wayne Hawks uh, with us in a few moments' time. Right. So it'll be good to hear from Wayne exactly uh, what the, the plans are today, the main one being that uh, to get the, the gallant grey to jump out of the gates. would be nice. But I, I think it would be remiss of us, Simon, not to recap uh, where we were last week because when we were sitting here last week, we had um, Winks uh, a few hours away from creating history. Was she going to? Wasn't she going to? Uh, there was plenty of doomsdays around. Oh, you know, she's now a bit older and you never know what's going to happen. She was just uh, the superstar we've come to know again last Saturday at Randwick. Throw in the hurricane winds that were happening and, geez, it was a massive build-up, wasn't it, on mm. the day. And they weren't making much ground uh, at that track. But uh, to watch her sit back, have Kementari ask the question of her at the 500-metre mark and push her out at the top of the straight. And then Hugh Bowman just open up the elbows, turn the toes out, give her ribs a little bit of a squeeze and watch those ears pin straight back on her head like a stealth bomber. 
says <laughs> Kamantari. You're just a four-year-old bull learning your way, young man. How about you get back in your box and watch me go ping? Sometimes and in racing, you, you have a moment that um, you, describes greatness, and that's where I thought it was. Kemantari is a top-class horse. He's a Group One horse. Hmm. Well, He's proven that, and she, she, he was standing still, and she just went kaboom, Jerry, I'm out of here. Yeah, well, we're talking around the mighty. Uh, um, the uh, drink cooler at uh, Sportsbet amongst the family there about this horse. And we've got a lot of punters. We love the pun at Sportsbet, of course. Uh, we were watching that race, and when you watch the replay again, or when you were watching it live, most horses, 99.9% of horses, you would say at the top of the straight how far she was off them, and Kementari pushing her out on the bend, can't win. Mm. She can't win from mm. there. So many times we've said that about this man. Then she goes on to win by one and a half, one and three quarters, two lengths, pulling away. Huey Bowman sitting down looking good for the photo. <laughs> Hello. This <laughs> mare is the best thoroughbred you will ever see in a lifetime. We said that about black caviar, I know. Um, but I've just got to call it current time and what I'm seeing. 14, 16, mile and a quarter. And she's won over the 2,200. She's just a weapon and a half, and you cannot train this in a thoroughbred. You cannot ride this on a thoroughbred and ask her to do what she does. Make two runs in a race, has six, seven, eight gears, and just put them away when she has to. It's a phenomenon. You mentioned Black Caviar there. I've been asked 10 times this week, people saying, which one's the best? uh, Black Caviar, Winks, um, uh, who's your favourite? I I honestly... I think Winx is my favourite um, over Black Caviar. But okay. everyone's got their opinion, and I think um, our listeners out there should have theirs. So let us know on, the, on our text number, 0433 98 11 16. Diva, won three Melbourne Cups. We'll never see that again. Is she your favourite? Is she the best? We'll go back to Kingston Town, Manicato. No, we don't want to go that far back. I just want to know about Winx and Black Caviar, not... Maccabi Diva. You've come off off the long run this morning. Have yeah, a, I have. have a look I don't at your want Kenny to, Rogers beard. Know. You're growing. <laughs> yes. You've got a bit of growth there. That's <laughs> a sign of maturity from you. <laughs> I'm not. We're not throwing Kingston Town in and Octagonal and Falante and oh. Maccabi Diva. We just want the the two greats. I'll listen to your question. The two absolute greats. Right. Winks, Black Caviar. This morning we're having a vote. Who? is the one that's appealed to the Australian public the most. Winks or Black Caviar? 0433-98-1116. Can you define appeal? Yeah, which one do you like best? Well, have you got a distance of a race? Have you got a certain day? Have you got a racetrack? Which racehorse do you like best? Help me out. Winks or Black Caviar? Which racehorse do you like best? Winks or Black Caviar? 0433 I love it when you step outside the uh, production meeting. It's fantastic. (laughs) Now, go back to Chautauqua. Um, Yes, please. uh, I've never known in my time in racing uh, anyone to have a trial put on for them during an important race meeting on Saturday. Yes, it'll happen. It's extraordinary. Yes, he'll, he'll, he'll trial against seven other runners. Chris uh, Waller has a couple, and uh, Cummings, and Ronnie Quinton has his good mare. Dixie Blossom, I think she's in the race. So what's happening? This is this this is this is what's happening. This is what I can tell you. Chautauqua is eight years of age right now. Now, folks, he hasn't run. He has not been to the racetrack since 
the 27th of October, Friday night, Manicato Stakes Night Before Cox Plate last year. That's nearly 12 months as we head into October. Since then, we know he's had seven official jump outs, trials, and he stood there and said, Nanya, I'm not going anywhere. Thank you very much. Since then, he has had a lot of work uh, completed on this horse, mental, physical, in particular in the last three weeks. What I can tell you is that his managing owner, Rupert Lee. Lee, has contacted New South Wales Racing stewards and said, we've had Chautauqua had some people come along and help him out. We've jumped him out of the barriers on the 17th of August and he jumped out four times in a row. We've got video footage. Here it is. The stewards have had a look at that and then Rupert Lee, after, t- I believe, talking with Team Hawks, my intel, said, can we please request a simulation of race day and have a trial in between races because we believe this is what the big horse, get the juices flowing, get the pheromones in, up and about, and simulate race day because we believe he'll jump out to gain the confidence of the public. This is his last chance on Saturday to prove to everybody that he can go to a racetrack, he can jump out of the barriers, and he's going to be competitive, and he's going to have the confidence of the punter's money going into a race. Because the number one question mark and the biggest negative to allow Chautauqua to run in a race right now is that punters pile their money on in a race. He stands Mm. in the barriers, doesn't go. What happens then? Mm. So he gets his last chance. Um, And as I mentioned to you that uh, he's trialled on a number of occasions. Uh, We believe his confidence is up. So he'll go and trial in between races against seven other horses in between races two and three. This will be the biggest focus in the racing industry this weekend on the big grey horse because we love him, Sim. He's had 32 starts. He's had 13 wins, seven seconds, four thirds, $8.8 million, and he's a six-time Group 1 winner. Superstar. People love him, and he's a grey flash, and his racing pattern is absolutely phenomenal. He's like a superhero. He gets back there, whacks a cape on with 300 metres to go, and goes, Piao! Kapow, kapoom, and puts him away. Can he make the Everest, the $13 million Everest? He's got time if he jumps out this Saturday. That's a massive call. The Everest is a massive call, even if he does jump out today. You couldn't put him in one of your slots. He's done the groundwork. Oh, you could Are you not backing in Team Hawks? We're oh. going to get Wayne Hawks on, and we're going to chat to him about it in a moment. I'm backing <laughs> the team. That's a massive punt to put him in the... In the Everest. His pet distance is 1,200 metres. He's won three TJ Smiths over 1,200 metres at Randwick where the Everest has run. I'm backing him in. I'm going to say he's going to jump on Saturday. And I'm going to get around him like you, Australia, for him to win the Everest. Come on, Chautauqua. I'll tell you who's winning the voting between the two greats. The one that's appealed to the Australian public most. Winks or Black Caviar? Oh. Winks. 1,400 at Randwick on a good Winks. four. Who wins? Winks, Winks, Black Caviar, Black Caviar. Three, two at this stage. David Taggart's in the house. One hour. Winks, form expert. Can four, you please three. just jot these down a little? We're going to have a running tally. Winks, Dave, five, three. Can you just call them out again? Yeah, five, Go. three. Winks, five, three. Winks. Oh, four, double, three, ninety-eight, eleven, sixteen. We're trying to keep up with it. Can we give someone a prize? Yeah, Let's go to the sixtieth text before the show's finished. Yep. Your number sixty. You're going to get a prize. Right. What's that prize going to be? Well, we're going to find out what that is during the break. (laughs) It's quarter past eight on the odds couple. How would you like to ramp up your club's game day atmosphere? Big Screen Video is giving 10 lucky sports clubs the chance to win a $10,000 grant towards their own digital scoreboard. 
Register now at iCanWin.com.au slash BSV. On 1116 SEN, The Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall. Winks, black caviar, winks, black caviar, photo finish. I don't think it's going to be a photo finish. I think it's going to be a length of the straight. Welcome back to The Odds Couple, 20 minutes past 8 o'clock. That's 60th text message. Now, we've got 47. We need you to be putting your name on them now so we can refer to you and give you a buzz back. So if you can... Put your name on your text uh, from here on in. We've had now 40, that's 53. So um, put them on the 60th. We'll be getting a prize. And that prize is a $50 voucher for catch.com.au. Saving over 1 million screaming good deals. What's the present? It's a $50 voucher for catch.com.au. Wow. Fantastic. Yeah, Yeah, Um, absolutely. Thank you very much to the Odds Couple family. We're texting in because we love this feedback. And if you uh, Don Don oh, Don Green, so close, Greeny, and um, we Back need your names. So Winks has got a nose in front, and we need, geez, oh, Sim, we need about another eight texts to come in, and Four, that fifty dollar voucher. Three, three, Matt, you just missed. Matt, you just, just missed, missed, Matt. This is great radio. You just missed. Black caviar or Winks? Who's the best? Oh, Dan, no, no, Dan's no. just out there. <laughs> Tony from Trafalgar's oh. got it. Tony's, he's got it. Tony, he's home. Tony yeah. from Trafalgar. Get on your Tony. Get around him, Get on your Tony. Tony, what's that prize again? It's a $50 voucher for catch.com.au. I think Scotty Morrison will drop it down to uh, Cranbourne to, um, um, to... I've lost him now. Where'd he go? Tony from Trafalgar? Yep. Why did I say Cranbourne? Trafalgar. Oh, He's well, from... That's uh, Warrigal way, isn't it? A lot of champions yeah, good on you. Cranbourne. Good work, uh, Tony. And might I say that the... Voted by the, the um, Odds Couple family, who is the best of all time out of Black Caviar and Winks? And it was... Drum roll, please. Winks is leaving on a jet plane. Thank you very much, Australia. That's extraordinary um, uh, distance between the two. Yeah, Winks, Winks is you know, at least uh, probably eighty percent of the vote. Absolutely. Was now that poss- you know, part of that's probably you know she's 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 in the now and Black Caviar's you know been retired now for a period of time. But mm-hmm. gee whiz, I, I thought that might have been a bit closer than that. But yep. there you go. The wonder of Winks. Um, it has encapsulated everybody, and uh, she's an absolute superstar. And may she race on for uh, many, a, many a season more because she's giving everyone a wonderful thrill. Wayne Hawks, we're trying to get hold of. We haven't been able to get hold of him yet. He's uh, got himself got a, busy. He got a big day too, uh, Team Hawks, because, uh, and in the same colours of the great Chautauqua, is um, a race seven at Mooney Valley today. Number five, a colt by the name of Brutal. And um, his win first up by five lengths at Caulfield was outstanding. The sectional times were enormous. He's drawn a little tricky today in his second up run at Mooney Valley. But he has been backed off the map at Sportsbet, and he's clearly the best backed runner going into the card today. That being uh, brutal. And, uh, geez, he's a lovely, big, strong type. But what he gets today, Big Sim, is 
he gets a little bit more pressure. He's been back from a dollar eighty-five into a dollar seventy. That's pretty very short in a, um, in a in a tricky little field. He gets more pressure from that outside barrier today. He can dwindle the start a little bit, but he's coming off a hot trial, very hot trial at Flemington after he won first up, where he was able to jump a little bit slow, but then he got burning. The old uh, afterburners got going, got across to the fence, led easy, and galloped out really strong. Okay, Wayne Hawks, uh, we haven't got hold of him yet. We'll keep trying. Um, uh, well, you talk about pressure, and there's plenty of pressure on for lots of people at the Valley today, lots of horses as well. Tony McAvoy, he eats pressure for breakfast. He used to coach St Kilda Footy Club. That's what the famous uh, president said about Grant Thomas. Eats pressure for breakfast. Tony McAvoy would have had his brekkie this morning and he'd be chest out, ready for Hay Doc, the superstar, to come back and blitz him at the Valley today. Morning. G'day, Simon. Trainer. How are you? Very well, thank you. Very well. Good morning, Tony. Hi, Simon. Um, yeah, I'm really good, mate. Uh, up How's and the about. The doc. The doc's better than all of us. Uh, he's in great order. Uh, lovely and bright this morning, and ready for his contest today, fellas. Now we love talking to our trainers before we get into the horse side of things. A bit about life, Mr. McAvoy. Uh, mm-hmm. You grew up in Angerston in South. Uh, sorry, you worked for many years in Angerston in South Australia, but you. Were brought up on the coast in South Australia, weren't you? Yeah, the west coast, so about 500 miles west of uh, Adelaide, a little uh, farming and fishing town called Streaky Bay, mm. and a beautiful part of the world. If you ever get a chance to go there, there's not much to do there, but uh, the fishing is good and the scenery is fantastic. It's a, a famous name in racing, the McAvoy name. Where, where did the where did the affinity with horses come from? Oh, Simon, we were just on a farm. We were just, uh, you know, I've got five brothers and we were brought up on the farm and we had uh, all sorts of animals. We had horses, cattle, sheep, pigs, you know, everything you could uh, think of. And uh, and we just all could ride and we all went to the shows when we were kids. So our parents would throw us in the old international truck. There'd be five horses on the back and we'd leave at sort of three in the morning to get to these shows you know, hundreds of miles away and get home at midnight at night and one of us will be sleeping under the seat of the truck and another <laughs> one down the back of the seat. Another, you know, it was unreal. But um, mum and dad gave us the opportunity and uh, and that's where it stemmed from. And what a great way to understand a horse and uh, have a wonderful upbringing in a community where everyone gets around it and helps one another, Tony. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And that's the country for you, isn't it, Simon? Like, um, so, uh, yeah, we had, you know, you couldn't have a better upbringing out on the land uh, and on the farm. As us kids, we just uh, got home from school and we just disappeared until dark. We were out riding horses rather than motorbikes. Nothing better than coming home with a collection of ribbons, in particular the blue ones. Um, yeah. <laughs> Tone, then you turned your hand, uh, you must have got the thirst for speed on a thoroughbred because you did ride at one particular time as an apprentice jockey. Yeah, I did. I did. I um, uh, rode over on the West Coast under Billy Holland, who was the master of Karen McAvoy as well. And my brother, Karen's dad, Philip, was a champion country rider. And so, uh, yeah, I enjoyed that until I successfully ate my way out of the saddle. (laughs) Uh, But, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. And Colin Hayes took me on and I was lucky enough to ride an Oaks winner for him and ran second in a derby and... uh, and had a great time for the short time that I was riding. And, Tony, obviously weight got the better of you, um, but uh, you love the thoroughbred so much. You were entrenched in a system with uh, C.S. Hayes at Angerston and the team at Lindsay Park. Growing up, what was that like for you as you were then conditioning and helping uh, groom these champion horses that C.S. Hayes trained? 
Yeah, it was fabulous, Simon. Like, uh, thankfully, uh, Colin took me under his wing and he liked me. And because uh, there was a few stages as we all go through in our young lives, there was a chance that I was going to get off the bitumen and head down the dirt road. And he uh, he kept pulling me back on and straightening me out. And he was sort of like a second father figure to me, if you like, because I was away from home so young. And and um, and I really uh, took notice of that and started to concentrate and, and take notice of what he was doing, and it just developed me to where I am today. And uh, and uh, I, I'm just very proud of those times and very, you know, uh, indebted to the Hayes family for uh, giving me those opportunities. Able to take the Rainers head trainer, David Hayes, son of Colin, went to Hong Kong. Peter trained for a little bit and we lost Peter. You were able to take up the range. You won a Cox Plate, the Fields of Omar. But very rewarding for you to step out uh, by yourself and become a multiple Group 1 champion trainer yourself, uh, Tony. Congratulations on that. We'll have a look at some of your runners today at Mooney Valley. Simon mentioned you had Haydock. Group 1 champion sprinter. He's back today. He's got to carry 60 kilos in the 1,000-metre car line. He's race eight, number four, mate. Yeah, look, um, uh, I don't think he's badly in at the weights, uh, to be honest. He's a big, thumping horse, and uh, I think the 60 is okay for him. Um, 1,000 metres is probably the query. Uh, is he going to be effect- effective at the uh, uh, absolute speed distance? He forms at 11 and 1,200. Uh, 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 when he's been sprinting. So, but look, he's worked beautifully. He's trialled up beautifully. He's got very sound. And uh, all the signs at home here with me and my team that know him so well now, we think he's as good as he's ever been. He's race eight, number one, barrier four. No dead weight with Luke Curry on top. Uh, he gets in a, a chance to really dictate terms from that barrier too. Yeah, look, look, it's going to be a lot of pressure. Um you know, he, he, he maps really well, actually, Simon. I mean, if they go as hard as I think they might on paper, he's going to be in the 1-1, just having a beautiful sit. And if they, they don't go that hard, well, yeah, he, he could control it. So uh, Luke knows him well, and he trusts him and got faith in him. And uh, I'll leave it to those guys. And uh, But I'm really looking forward to the race. Race 8, number one, hey, Doc. Tony, can you split Kinky Boom and Balzella in race three for the punters? Look, uh, look at this distance, I'd probably have a slight leaning to Belzella. I think she's more suited to the 1,200. Uh, they galloped at Mooney Valley on Monday morning and there wasn't a breath between these fillies. Uh, uh, Belzella led, Kinky sat on the back of her and, and swooped around and joined her and they went to the line really strong and well. So, look, at 1,200, I have a slight leaning to Belzella, but when they get to 1,400 and above, I'll be switching straight back to Kinky. Mate, good luck at the Valley today. Thank you, Simon. Thank you, Simon. Tony McAvoy joining us there. Big, big day with Haydock in the Carline Stakes, uh, over 1,000 metres. Time now to head to the newsroom with Chris McKenzie for the latest SEN news headlines. On 1116 SEN, The Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall. And a pop-up beer garden. Live City Apartments, Footscray, 12 to 4. See Franco Cotto, Libba and Adam Cooney in a celebrity challenge this Saturday. Live City that Apartments. will do me. Ladies and gentlemen, when I signed on to uh, co-host with the great man Simon O'Donnell, I did not realise I was going to be around. Greatness is there nothing this man can't do. That commercial is the best commercial I've heard today. Pop-up beer gardens, at a foot of scray, Franco Ocotzo, selling houses now, mate. Grand sale, grand sale, grand sale. <laughs> Libba's going to be there as well.
Liver's going to be here. Tags Liver's going to be there. Adam Cooney's there. Franco's there. He's calling a tug of war this afternoon, I think, live on radio, Franco. So it's going to be a wonderful day out there in uh, Footers Grey. And to all our listeners out there in Footers Grey, <laughs> good morning to you all. Injured at work in a motor vehicle accident or had a fall in a public space? Speak to Your Claim Lawyers, a no-win, no-fee, personal injury claims law firm that specialises in maximising compensation claims for injured people. Call 1-800-YOUR-CLAIM or yourclaimlawyers.com.au. Time to check out David Taggart now, who's swaggered into the studio this morning. Morning, Tag. Hey, good morning, Scoob. How are we? Yeah, good. Walking. How are you going? Oh, oh, oh mate, it's, mate, the fused ankles are springing today, I tell you. It's, uh, they're starting to call me butter. I'm on a roll. I tell you. The punter's pockets, they are full. Oh. I mean, the best bet winning, the quaddy, the get out even. Great mind sinker like. So just to back up the truck just a little bit. The best bet last week was. Le Remain, right, in Sydney, one with a leg one, in the air, beautiful or a hook in the air, and the quaddy was taken where? The quaddy, the Melbourne quaddy, four hundred. But the irony is, we had sunlight one out. You could have just had the quaddy money on that, and uh, but we're looking for value, aren't we? So uh, yeah, it only paid four hundred. So sunlight was the one out, and she paid four bucks as well. So that was uh, you could have just said the the quaddy money on her and. Uh, don't worry about the but other three leagues, but we are looking for value. And your best bet. And the best bet. So you've come in with some oh, specials oh, today. I'm dancing. All right, well, let's go through some of the betting moves in the early races before we get to the quaddy, which starts at race six. Okay, Mooney Valley today, uh, punters, and as we always say... Bring you crayons, pens and pencils. <laughs> and your form guides. <laughs> this has been rehearsed. I cannot believe you slaughtered it. Race one, Mooney Valley today. Now, the favourite is Tulip. She is $2.80, eased slightly to $3. Now, the best back is number four in race one, Merriest. $6.50 into $4.60. Race two, number 13, The Passage, is $3.50 into $3.40 and your favourite. But there's been terrific money for number six. Opened $11 strike force into $7.50, the best back. Race two, number six. Race three, number five, Multaja has been the best back. The second back, best backed horse in Australia today with Sportsbet is race three, number five, Multaja, $1.60. We've pushed her out to $1.65, punters, because there's not much action happening in that race, and we just want to share the love at Sportsbet. Race four, number 10. Tiffany's Lass, $5 into $4.60, the best backed. Number three, Pioneer Town has been rock solid at $6.50. 10 and 3, race four. Race five, number 11, Free Hearted, $7 into $6.50. Very open race, this one, your favourite there, number 11 in race five. And number four, Summer Sham, $11 into $9.50. Race five, 11 and four. First leg of the quaddy, David, you ready? Race six, number two, Pacadali, four dollars eighty into four dollars and your favourite, Mantastic, eight fifty, number fourteen, into six dollars. Yeah, yes, all right. The numbers here, I'll tell you what. Uh it's Morton's Forks uh put a bit of a fork in the works there, being scratched, but the numbers are one, two, 10, 13, and 14. The interesting runner is the group one placed out in a speech for the, uh, for the Lloyd Williams camp. Packadali, as you say, is ready to peak third run in. Uh, and I did like Morton's Fork since it's come out, so we've got to have Clarify in. I'm actually leaving out one of the favourites, Trap for Fools. He's a month between... He did miss a run two weeks back, so he's a month between runs and going over that, the 2040 around Mooney Valley. I think he'll just be testing tested that last... The market's long. reflected that. 480 out to 550 yeah. for number five, Trap for Fools, race six. 
Uh, race 7, the second leg. Sorry, right. yes. So our numbers in the first leg, 1, 2, 10, 13 and 14. 14. And little Mantastic number 14 gets a run and he draws an alley for once. He's been, yeah, he, 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 he hasn't been able to draw it, so he gets it today. Um, we, we can't go past Brutal in the next, next leg. He's the one out, Scoob. You're not going to like that, oh. of course. But uh, five. Wayne's a little bit worried about the gate. I don't think so. He'll jump. He's got enough pace to get across, if not lead uh, or sit outside the leader. So he'll be sweet there. So we'll take five, one out. Race seven, the brutal number five is a dollar eighty-five into a dollar seventy, and the best-backed runner all day at the mighty sports bet. Number four, though, if you're looking for an upset, Ocean Knight in race seven, eight dollars into five dollars fifty, drawing the inside gate. Race eight, third leg of the quaddy. Yep. The, uh, Haydock number one tags four dollars forty into three dollars sixty, and your favourite. We spoke with Tony McAvoy today. Number eleven Super Two five fifty to four eighty. The speed drawn outside, and Fartnar first up off an outstanding gallop there Tuesday morning four dollars eighty into four dollars twenty. Race eight tags. Yeah, you got our Fartner in, of course. Uh, yeah, it just rings a tune, doesn't it? Uh, but anyway, with the numbers here, are a one, three, four. <laughs> Nine and eleven. They will go like scolded cats here with Super Two. Vanderpur uh, might set up for him drawn out wide. They might be swooping at that stage. Hey, Doc's going to get the run of the race from the gate. So, uh, as I said, the numbers are one, three, four, nine, and eleven. One, three, four, nine, and eleven. The third leg of the quaddy. Fourth leg, Simon. That's race nine. And Night Watch, the early favourite, the third emergency, is a scratching. Did not get a run. He was three fifty into three thirty. But but up but up but up but up. News break. The markets have changed. Number nine, the answer, my friend, $4 into $3.70. Now we'll start your favourite in race nine. The nine, the answer, my friend. Number four, Mossendale will tighten up now. $9 into $8.50 and you'll get shorter on the day. So uh, the best-backed runner is the answer, my friend. He seems to be the speed in race nine, Tags. Yeah, we've left Odie in. Um, I've got to have him in. He will improve off his first up run. Uh, the Mick Price, uh, the Sydney Oaks runner-up, uh, group one winner, High Am. Uh, <laughs> I've got to have her in. I'm not convinced uh, she'll be ready, though, for her first up uh, run. And, of course, the answer, my friend, he, he was, uh, he's flying at the moment. He was a good win last last time. So uh, the numbers are 4, 5, 7, and 9. 4, and 5, 7, 9. And that's $100 quality. If so. you had a running double with Fartner into the answer, my friend, blowing in the wind, uh, what would that pay? Yeah, that stinks a little bit, though. Oh, <laughs> oh really? <laughs> Really, we're going down this yeah. road. Can we recap? Can we recap those numbers for the quaddy? No, no, no. Best we have a break. We'll come back with the numbers for the quaddy debts. This show's going to the pack. Sportsbet BS Hotline, state your emergency. Yeah, it's me punters group. Me mate Dave I reckons he bought in. Okay, hang up now. What? And join Sportsbet's bet with mates. It's group betting without all the BS. Conditions apply. Gamble responsibly. 1-800-858-858. On 11.16 SEM, The Odds Couple, with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall. Welcome back. Uh, it's nearly time again. Quickly, those quaddy numbers. Uh, the first leg, 1, 2, 10, 13, 14. The second leg, uh, Blanc with the five. Uh, the third leg, one, three, four, nine, eleven. And the final leg of the quaddy, four, five, seven, 
and nine. Tags, your uh, best bet, uh, your get-out bet around the country for, yeah, the for best, our folks at the home? The best bet uh, comes up in Sydney, race eight, number three, Trekking. He sat three deep, no cover, and pulled hard last start. He'll be in the fit off that. And Waller Bowman in the last Pareto win in Sydney as well, number three. And they're the two legs of the, the Sydney Quaddy field, nine, three, three. You had a good quaddy in Sydney you liked too, didn't you? Yeah, that was it. We'll go field in the first. Uh, num- so the numbers in Sydney are field, nine, three, three. There you go. Blonk, field, blonk, blonk, blonk. Simon, did David get out around the country and let's hope it's better than what we went to the break with? Well, I know my man Franco Cotso at Footscray. <laughs> He'll be around the pop-up beer garden today with Tony Libertore. He's a big fan of Perrette. What number was he? Race number? Race nine, number three. Race nine, number three. Okie dokie. All right. Race one, number four for me, Marius, and go all up then to Donald. Race seven, number 11, <laughs> under the sea. Don't worry about that. There'll be some cash at Donald this afternoon in the Western District. Don't you worry about that. Great to have your company today on uh, The Odds Couple. Of course, off the bench, uh, unmissable radio coming up uh, next over the next few hours. Yes. It's been good to have your company. We look forward to seeing you again next Saturday. 2% off our best show of all time. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.